Welcome to the Business Ethics Lab podcast. Join us as we talk and share tools for next generation's business leaders on how to get business ethics right. We will discuss different business ethics issues, interview business leaders, and straight talk on how to approach ethics issues in the workplace. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Bass, and each week we feature University of Nebraska Omaha College of Business Administration Scholars Academy students. Time to start our business ethics lab. In today's episode, we'll hear from Marina, Fabiola, and Karina, who will discuss what it takes to build an ethical culture in our organizations. Hello, my name is Karina Navarro. My name is Fabiola Martinez. And my name is Marina Madrigal. We are all proud UNO students in the School of Accounting. We are your hosts for this week's episode, and we are excited to welcome you all to the second episode of Business Ethics Lab. We hope that you enjoyed the last episode with Brad and Eric and have a better understanding of why business ethics is important. This week, we'll be building off of the information from the last episode by discussing how ethics has an impact on culture and organizations. Today, we will specifically be focusing on how informal and formal systems can impact ethical culture. Now, a hundred over to Marina. I wanted to start off our conversation with some questions to get you thinking about our topic. Have you ever experienced a culture within your workplace that encouraged or discouraged ethical behavior? And have you ever wondered why your work's culture was that way? Well, today we're going to be addressing the answers to these questions and providing insight as to why culture and ethics go hand in hand. It can be important to analyze whether your company has a culture that aligns with your values and beliefs, because if your values align with your company ethically, you will not run into as many ethical problems and ethical dilemmas. If ethical dilemmas arise from the misalignment of your values and your company's values, you can find yourself reevaluating your affiliation with your company, and the misalignment may possibly cause you to change your beliefs and values to be the same as your company, or possibly cause you to leave your position at that company. Culture can quite literally make or break your job. In today's episode, we will be going through how companies create the current ethical environment which may influence your thinking. We want you to walk away today with a clear understanding of the different factors that form a company's culture and be able to navigate those systems to determine if your company supports ethical behavior or discourages it. At the end of this podcast, you should be able to evaluate your company's values, beliefs, and assumptions to see if they align with your own, and then to further recognize the informal and formal systems within your company that make it either ethical or unethical. Ideally, you will be able to understand cultures and how ethics is an important factor when deciding which company you want to work at. With that being said, alignment of beliefs and values can be important and directly connect you with the ethical culture of your company. Examining what an ethical culture is and how it is formed by various systems is important when matching your values and beliefs. So what exactly is ethical culture and why does it pertain to you? Marina is here today to discuss what an ethical culture is and how it is formed. Ethical culture is essentially a body of learned beliefs, traditions, and guides for behavior that are shared. I put emphasis on the word shared because your organization as a whole is what forms a culture, not just a few people and not just your managers. Generally, employees believe that their culture is ethical and that an ethical culture encourages speaking up for what you believe is right. According to a survey done by Navex Global, about 50% of people believe that an ethical company has a culture that encourages speaking up, asking questions, and raising concerns. This is an example of a type of belief that 
employees can hold about their company. As we will discuss further, we need to evaluate these beliefs, assumptions, and values that are held about a company to decide if a company has a good ethical culture. Assumptions are things that are accepted as true or that people believe are certain to happen. One example of an assumption can be that everyone within your organization is ethical or that everyone in your organization is unethical. Values are a person's principles or standards of behavior. Some example of ethical values include honesty, transparency, and loyalty. They are things that people or the organization value above all other things. Beliefs are trust, faith, or confidence in someone or something. An example of an ethical belief is that everyone you work with will always be honest with you, or on the opposite side, you could believe that everyone you work with can be dishonest with you, which may cause you to work in a distrustful environment. After pinpointing what the values, beliefs, and assumptions within an organization are, we can determine whether a culture is strong or weak. Strong culture exists when beliefs and values are widely shared. This does not mean that the organization has good ethical culture, but just that the culture is strong. An example of a strong ethical culture is that everyone in a company can believe that honesty is the best policy and everyone is honest. On the other side, a strong unethical culture can be a company that holds competition above everything else. As in the example of the Wells Fargo scandal, everyone wanted to hit their goals and did so with unethical behavior since competition was what they shared at the highest value. In this case, Wells Fargo did have a strong culture, but that culture ended up being unethical. Weak cultures on the opposite side exist when subgroup norms are more influential. An example of a weak culture is if there are many small groups within the office that have different values throughout the office. One group can value honesty while another may value competition. The importance of strong culture is very apparent among employees everywhere. According to a survey done by Deloitte, about 94% of executives and 88% of employees believe that a distinct workplace culture is important to business success. It's obvious that a strong culture is important, but we then have to go even further to make sure that that culture is ethical. You may be asking yourself, how can we make sure that a company's culture is ethical? The answer is that we must look at the formal and informal systems that influence culture. Formal systems include things like a selection process for hiring, policy and code, including an ethics code, orientation and training, and decision processes that exist within an organization. Informal system can include things like norms, rituals, myths, language, and role models that are influential within a company. Alignment happens when the formal and informal systems both support ethical behavior, and misalignment can happen if one system supports ethical behavior while the other discourages it. As an example, misalignment would be if a role model within the company and the norms of the employee surrounded unethical behavior while the policy and code of the company are completely ethical. If both tend to align with each other, the culture is more ethical than if there is misalignment. These principles we have discussed today are important because they allow us to use analysis of formal and informal systems to determine whether our places of work are ethical and they align with our own beliefs, assumptions, and values. As we discussed earlier, if your beliefs tend to be different from your organization, you will face an ethical dilemma and may need to reevaluate the company that you are employed with. It can be difficult to understand how some of these principles will apply to an actual business and their actual real ethical situations. So today, Faviola is going to be discussing a current event pertaining to a company's culture and ethical environment and how they used informal and formal systems in their culture to guide them through an unethical situation. When talking about ethical culture, I thought that Netflix was a great example to include. From a Wall Street Journal article from October 25, 2018, 
I was able to find out that Netflix recently encountered an ethical dilemma where they had to fire their chief communications officer for saying the N-word. The slur was not directed at anyone, but it still had an impact on Netflix's way of doing things. An assumption that can be taken from this case is that every employee of Netflix will show sensitivity and be considerate when speaking. This is something that is not talked about, but it does have consequences and it does exist. Netflix has some values that stick out within this specific case, which are judgment and integrity. The chief communication officer should have thought about his decision of using such word before using it. Integrity is about being transparent. As soon as a person gets fired, Netflix explains the reason behind it, and this information can reach many employees. In addition, an example of beliefs that are pointed out by the Wall Street Journal article are that the Netflix way emphasizes freedom and responsibility. They trust that employees will not disclose information they are viewing, such as how many subscribers sign up in different countries and executives are able to see salaries of different employees. Netflix has a strong ethical culture because their assumptions, beliefs, and values are widely shared. As soon as their communications officer did not act like the strong ethical culture suggested, he was fired. Lastly, Netflix has formal systems in place like their ethical policy, but when things like this happen within the informal system involving a member of their organization or someone who is perceived as a role model, and they do something unethical, then there is a misalignment between the two systems. That is why Netflix took action to reevaluate that employee's position within the company to make sure that they achieve alignment again. I think that this example helped tie the information that Marina discussed before, and it will help to apply it within your organization. After our discussion of a real-world ethical situation, we wanted to bring in more real-world examples by inviting a guest from our community to talk with us about ethical culture and how it can and does impact real employees within her organization. Now let me hand it over to Karina who will interview a local ethical leader in our community and get her perspective on ethical culture. Today we'll be interviewing Jeannie Wise. Can you tell us a little bit about your company? So my company's Thrive Ventures. I started it just over a year ago with the primary focus of working with nonprofits to help make them stronger. Our second question is, uh, what are some qualities an ethical culture should have? I think that's something for every organization to, to decide. I mean, I think it's very, it's kind of driven by your one internal values, but also your own needle of determining your north in regards to ethics. As far as for the organizations that I work with, what I look for are organizations that have a defined purpose, that individuals within that organization understand and the leader's been able to communicate what those values and those ethical boundaries are, and it's understood, and throughout the organization, people are respecting those boundaries, and there's a process and a place for talking about ethics where if an issue comes up that may bring an organization or a person or a staff member or a client up to that boundary where you aren't quite sure what needs to be done, there's a very open and transparent process for talking through what the options are and helping to find the right response of how to move forward. So for me, having an organization that just ethics is a part of the vocabulary, there's processes in place to think through. I think that awareness piece is another. Being aware of what's occurring and being very thoughtful about how you respond. So our last question for today is, what would you suggest a company that is trying to build their ethical culture? 
One, it needs to be purposeful. Purposeful means that one, they're having conversations on a regular basis about ethics. If it's taking time out on an agenda item and posing the question, is this ethical? Mm -hmm. Or are there other options that'll have better outcomes? Are asking, are there unintended consequences we may not be thinking about? Being very purposeful about talking about ethics, labeling things as ethical and unethical, and having a place where your staff, your team, have a chance to come together and talk through those things together. I think some of the most difficult ethical situations you find yourself in are the ones that you really need input from other people and to get the multiple perspectives because I as an individual may see a particular situation in one way, but I'm bringing my personal bias, my personal perspectives to that situation and there may be other things that I'm not considering. So providing that space for those types of conversation that involve multiple people. Mm-hmm. So being purposeful about that and then and work to embed it throughout the organization from it's not just your programming staff that have to be ethical, it's your leadership, it's your marketing department, your finance mm-hmm. department. You It really needs to become something that is common and is a common ribbon throughout your entire organization for whoever works with you, for you. And you set boundaries and expectations around what types of behavior are acceptable and not. And just, again, articulating that and creating those boundaries for others. Thank you for sharing those two main important ideas that hopefully other companies can uh, get a start with and mm-hmm. getting those ethics into their culture. I'm so glad you were here and able to answer some of our questions. From the information we have discussed in today's podcast, we want you to understand what makes a company's culture and how ethics plays an important role when determining if a company is somewhere that you want to work. A few characteristics to consider are the company's values, beliefs, and assumptions. We should align with your personal stance. We finished our overview with an explanation of formal and informal systems and showed how misalignment of these systems can trigger a re-evaluation of your values and your position within the company. We also discussed an ethical issue that Netflix recently faced and how a strong ethical culture helped make the decision of firing an employee that did not represent the company's values. We also had the chance to interview a special guest, Jeannie Wise, to discuss her views and opinions on ethical culture within Thrive Ventures and how she is an ethical role model for the company. Thank you for listening to our Business Ethics Lab episode and thank you to our special guest Jeannie Weiss for taking her time to come on the podcast. Also, a big shout out to Dr. Bass for giving us the opportunity to be part of the first ever Business Ethics Lab at UNO. Stay tuned for the upcoming episode where Colton and Parker will be discussing ethical leadership. Signing off with us today is Fabiola Martinez, Marina Madrigal, and Karina Navarro. We hope you have a great day and thank you for listening. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you liked what you heard, go ahead and give us a rating and review and subscribe to our channel wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.